Okay, how do you want to start this? <laughs> we need to start talking. We can start talking about awful siblings. <laughs> <laughs> how was the dynamic in that? There were siblings in that, right? Really yeah. good. So their interaction yeah, was really cool. good. Mm-hmm. It was uh, really good. Uh, the ending, I definitely see where the writer's coming from, yeah. where they're talking about, like, it's not what you think it is. And it's a lot, like, everybody's like, oh, you know, like, you know, heroines do heroin things when time in need and blah, blah, blah. And it's not like that. Heroines, not like, they... heroes, not like people that yeah. shoot it. <laughs> no, no, not the not the addicts, no. you know, the uh, heroes. Okay. okay, so. Even though those addicts are very entertaining i can't think of a way to there's a great opportunity here to start this episode because of the fact that we're talking about two movies that are based off Mm -hmm. of like folklore you know and uh yeah i I don't fucking know i just hate that i hate to miss this opportunity you know you want to talk about folklore you want to talk about folklore let's talk about freaking vampires damn it (laughs) And the sparkly skin or, oh, you know, it just gives me a sunburn. <laughs> like, bitch. Like, it, it's been part of vampire lore since, like, the beginning of time that sun destroys you. And all of a sudden there's... It's always a new thing, like, right? It's like they never know It's it. always a new thing. Like, I love Supernatural, don't get me wrong. But that shows, like, oh, yeah, a vamp- um, sun only gives them a mild sunburn. It's like, mm, no. <laughs> Like, you guys are pretty accurate on most it stuff. It dissolves your ass into ashes, is what it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like that new Dracula show even a little bit, but one thing they did get right is his lust for the sun to see the sun again. And this is, of course, um, the Dracula show on Netflix that on just Netflix. recently got released. Yeah. The Dracula show on Netflix. But, like, they uh, really dive the whole thing home. Like, he can't go in the sun at all, he'll turn into ash, he'll die. And um, one thing that they really, really do good is when in the third episode, when he goes into the future, when he has TVs and stuff like that. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the homeowners come home to him watching um, a show on Nat Geo about the sun and like the sun setting in Africa. And it's beautiful. And I get it. Well, I, well, the th- the interesting thing is always like, okay, you're a vampire and every episode you see, like at least you've had to have seen in your lifetime, somebody walk into the sun, right? Like mice uh-huh. that get put inside of a cage with a snake, they watch other mice die and they're like shitting themselves and they're completely scared until they die. Like wh- how, where's the disconnect here? How come you didn't know that you yourself were going to turn into ashes when you walk into the sun? Like, I don't get that. <laughs> I don't know. I, but just seeing him almost cry over watching the sunset on TV because he hadn't seen it in hundred, <clears throat> a couple hundred years. He was very like emotional over it. I, I like that part of the episode hated the rest of it. The entire thing. <laughs> well, do you like that because of the, the cinematic setup, the, the way it looks and the, the cinematography of it, it or? the, the building of the character. I liked it because of how they built the character. They showed that he still has emotions, that he still has like some sort of humanity. It's just what he wants. Not... What he wants to show, which is kind of like all yeah. of us, like the, the facade mm-hmm. we put up and live in our daily lives, I guess. So he's kind of like yep. more like a human than he is. <laughs> we can all relate to him, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I mean, the show itself is it's it's good look. It's good. Hmm. It's a good show. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, I love the first episode. First episode had me, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, whoa! I can't wait for this next episode. Second episode, I'm like, "Hmm, it was okay. We'll see what happens." And by the third, third episode, I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Gone, just done. <laughs> yeah. Like halfway through the episode, I'm just like, "Yep, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done." I tried. I gave it a valiant attempt. I really did. Well, of course, we're talking about scary movies today, specifically scary movies that are have recently come out, and. Yes. Well, actually, have you have you seen the trailer for what is it? Uh, the quiet. Uh, what's the quiet one? The where they got to talk. The quiet. A quiet place. Quiet place. Quiet place two. Yeah. Quiet place sequel. two is coming out. No. I okay. Haven't. So I did go out to see. <laughs> I've seen the first. My scary movie this week, which for me was The Turning, and you saw Gretel uh, and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel, which is perfect. Gretel and Hansel. So the Quiet Place two is coming out, and so I think. In mm-hmm. this trailer, at least, we have what, what was unique with the first one is that it, it didn't have a soundtrack. So there was no background music playing throughout the movie mm-hmm. and there was no speaking of the characters. So it was largely the responsibility of the Foley department to to create the, the movement and the feel of this movie. So yeah. that was w- what made it very unique. Now we're progressing along in the storyline and they're giving us an opportunity to see this post-apocalyptic world as it were and 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 explore that you know the different characters and and see more of the 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 rigors of humanity and and how life is is surviving in this world but it's it's coming off too much as like another walking dead to me really because that's that's really Mm. the social experiment of the walking dead is to is really the focus on the people that are still alive and how they're dealing with this situation and how their their morality is forced to change in in because of the situations that they're put in you know it's like fight or flight survival Mm -hmm. so which we we both know about that pretty well we don't (laughs) don't need to walk down any rabbit holes today (laughs) one or two one or two (laughs) so i'm interested to see how that movie is going to do speaking of how movies are doing both of our movies that we went and saw this week they were a flop but i loved yes aspects of my movie and i know you liked the cinematography of your movie the story seemed yeah i loved yeah a lot i loved a bunch of different aspects of my movie the story, not so much. Um, it was kind of hollow, if you ask me. Um, the ending. Ending, um, I thought it was one thing, but then I've been reading other people who do like in-depth analysis for a living. And um, I guess the ending meant com- something completely different that actually changes the whole storyline for me. The ending, okay. So then we'll have to go into that. And Which is interesting, too, that the, both these movies released around the same time. They both have questionable or... or thought-provoking endings that we can look yeah. into and, and especially this one is it, for the turning it seems to be more notable because this story was written back in like 1890 something and it was and it was a it was Holy a shit yeah take up <laughs> talk about taking a long time to put a story into a movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> they waited their their time but uh yeah seriously they're like the original writer dead. Sweet, all the royalty. Yeah, all the royalty. It only <laughs> took him 120 freaking years to die. <laughs> yes, he's gone now. It's uh, like <laughs> not being insensitive, yeah. but <laughs> didn't I? No, but I, I thought mean, I heard recently too. Showed... Copyright on like Happy Birthday or something expired, so now you can like do that on TV. 
because that was a thing before you oh, couldn't say happy snap. birthday so or no the song Is that you know the song yeah yeah happy birthday yeah i'm not gonna do it i don't want to get <laughs> but <laughs> and i was just informed so, we got a cease and desist letter we're shut down uh, thanks for doing yeah. that <laughs> all right bye-bye <laughs> All right, well, what's going on, guys? Welcome to this episode of Uncovered Cinema. Today, we're talking about the two recent scary movies that were released. Uh, Obviously, The the Turning and Gretel and Hansel. And what would you like to discuss today, Will? First, do you want to do Gretel or Hansel? Or do you want to do a good old uh, rock, paper, scissors to cut it out? You know what? I got a nickel. Flip that nickel, buddy. Uh, Heads is Gretel and Hansel, and Tells is the Turning. Whoops, he's a head turning. <laughs> <laughs> and it was and heads. Usually, right, it, so it takes us about ten minutes to go downhill. That we managed to do it this first <laughs> this first episode in uh, a it's few okay. seconds. So. They, they take up a lot of real estate. Okay, they're twenty seven inch, twenty eight inches. My <laughs> Your whole desk is all just a wall screen. of computers. That's amazing. And here I am with a 13 inch yes, screen wanna... just trying to like squint into the freaking eight screens I oh, have open dude. on my desktop right now to make this show possible. And this still isn't enough. I want to add a third screen and a TV. Oh, dear Lord. Screen. Yeah, because yeah, I, like, I need a third screen because two screens are like minimum you need for programming, right? And uh, I'll be like programming something and I'll like save it over here and I can jump between the two screens super easy. I have tabs open. But then I'm like, I need a third screen. <laughs> I need Netflix yeah. and I don't want to have to turn around to my TV a whole, you know, like 45 degrees to see no, it. No, you're going to get a crick in your neck. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, but it makes total sense because you, you you need something to like occupy your mind. Otherwise, you're not doing any. It's it's not being stimulated because yeah. you could just sit there typing all day and that can get a little monotonous unless, you know, you find a bug, yep, which exactly. then that will take up the rest of your day. Which you always do. Yeah. <laughs> You always find a bug. You always find, you write one thing, right? You're like, okay, cool. 10 lines down, like nine bugs. And it's like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I ruined everything. <laughs> what did I do? That's great. <laughs> well, uh, who won the coin toss? Oh, heads. Oh, heads which did. So, uh, Hansel and Gretel or Gretel and Hansel. Uh, whatever you want. Okay. Well, right, next time I so, get to pick what's heads and tails. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> which will be uh, next episode, next week show. <laughs> that works. <laughs> All right, so let me start with this uh, synopsis. You snap uh, away. When mother... All right. When their mother descends into madness, siblings Gretel and Hansel must fend for themselves in the dark and unforgiving woods. Hungry and scared, they fortuitously oh, shoot. I need a fortuitously fortuitously stumble upon a bounty of food left outside in an isolated cabin. Invited inside by the seemingly friendly owner. Never take candy from strangers. The child sh- soon suspect that their generous but mysterious behavior is part of a sinister plan to do them harm. Love it. I yes. <laughs> don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something. I don't actually know the story of Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> so even the, the which this isn't story that right Hansel because this is Gretel and Hansel. No, no, this with is, an S instead of a Z. So we don't want to mistake that. This completely instead of two different story. <laughs> Oh, completely. Yeah. But uh, so the original story of Hansel and Gretel is that two siblings go adventuring into the woods with their father. And the father tells them, don't, um, you know, don't wander off. And they're like, oh, we're going to anyways because we're, you know, kids. Ah, ha, ha. And they leave behind breadcrumbs. Yeah. You know? 
to mark their location. That's such you know, a German thing to do. Food. <laughs> yeah, food in the, the forest ain't going to go missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they get lost, and they run into a cabin in the forest because, you know, that, that's where they yeah. are. <laughs> and there's a lady that's like, come on inside. Come inside. Let me uh, Let me cook you guys some treats, and you can have as much, you know, as much sugar as you want. Some stories have the cabin made out of sugar itself, like uh, candy and yeah. stuff. But uh, other stories have it just she's baking a bunch of pies to fatten them up to throw them in the oven. Ah, and so and then the modern day the dad, equivalent of this candy house is a van, right? A back of a van. <laughs> that has free candy written on the side. Or possibly free Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> that that oh, might God. attract some kids Millennials. nowadays. <laughs> Millennials don't go towards the free yeah. Wi-Fi. Take this from a millennial. Don't do it. <laughs> and so it's a trap. <laughs> and so at the end, the kids get eaten, both of them, or just one? Uh, at the end, the father actually breaks in, kills the witch, and saves the kids. Oh, is this? Um, but the, then there is some stories where the witch kills the kids, and some stories where the kids kill the witch. So I mean, it really just depends. Is this the one where he like throws him, throws her in an oven or something? Yeah, uh, that's the story. Didn't we have like a, a nod to this with like a M Night Shyamalan? God, the M Night Shyamalan movies are horrible. Uh, one of those that's movies, uh, the visit or something, the, where the grandparents visit and she tries to get the kid to go in the oven. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That had to have been a nod to half it, his but... movies. Yeah, half his movies, I kind of just sleep through. Yeah, they're not they're not good. And then if you've ever seen the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg's in all of them, um, and the one, <laughs> yeah, I love Marky Mark. Yeah, but. He's the only reason that, that those movies are good, of course. That's mm. that's not disputable. But <laughs> the one where like the grass was like attacking people and like Oh god. Yeah, it yes. was horrible. Oh, attack of the plants. Yeah, yeah, it was such, <laughs> such a horrible premise of a movie too. Concept of a movie. When the dandelions get angry. Yeah, this is what happens when when your potted plant gets upset with you. <laughs> well, guess what, bitch? I'm not going to water you anymore. So you'll be right? fucking dead in two days. So I'm not going to worry about that. But uh, yeah, the, actually in that movie, I saw it in the movie theaters. And you could see the uh, overhead mic, the shotgun mic, come into frame and bounce up and down. It was so horrible. How would you not edit that out? <laughs> like, like, what's the budget? Is we, Are we talking like, like you know, the... The toys out of the Cracker Jack box is the budget of this film because like, how do you not edit out the <laughs> the top of the microphone popping in? Dude, don't don't ask me. Half his movies. Have you seen that movie, The Village, where they're like, oh, there's monsters oh. on the outside in the woods, and you know you can't you can't go anywhere, blah blah blah, and it just turns out that they're you know they live on a reservation. And it's like but the really? monster is people, so it's yeah. like we humanity is our own yeah. biggest problem right it's like a look yeah. in the mirror type thing but yeah and they had they to send masks. the blind girl the blind girl because she couldn't see anything oh yeah that's right story okay Explode. well now that you mentioned that then it's, it kind of reminds me of uh have you seen bird box with uh oh uh, confidential no, no, no. let's not yeah. check the uh no we know her she's a big oh, oh, her name escapes shit. me she was miss congeniality yeah sandra bullock sandra bullock oh yeah. i love her i have not seen it i've heard good things about it, though we will have to cover it in that a movie it is it is a really good thing it's it's a good book and it the movie doesn't follow the story of the book because they're trying to make it their own mm -hmm. 
version of it, you know, f- adapted for movies. For sure. But the concept is the same is, is, you know, like they're, they, they have to close their eyes and be blinded from the sight of the monsters, mm-hmm. which that is their own projection of themselves. Kind of, a, it's like, it's like your own, I don't know. It's, it, it, I guess the, 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 the moral is like, you can't be, you need to be scared or you can't be scared to look your fear in the eyes type deal. And the mm-hmm. people, there's like some people that refuse to like deal with it. And so like they become like part of the, the cause and like kill people for it as well. But so in the book, they find like refuge in like a blind school, mm-hmm. a school for the blind, because if you don't have eyes, you can't see the beast and the beast therefore won't kill you for some reason. I don't know why, but what <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. Gonna, I'll have to That's, rewatch the movie. Hey, they're always looking for new monsters. I mean, hey, it yeah. works. <laughs> so like that, that was, uh, no, that was the movie. They find a school for the blind and it yeah. was just like this, this gleeful ending. Like we've, we've found salvation because we're in a school for the blind and these people are all here. But in the book, it was a much more important, uh, moral, mm-hmm. uh, because they, it wasn't a school for the blind. They found a, a group of people that would rather pluck out their own eyes um, then face their fears, which had a much more important uh, Jesus Christ meaning had a lot more meaning to that story, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's just jump into your movie. All right, so <clears throat> one thing I uh, a lot of people were really looking forward to in Hansel and Gretel. Oh no, uh, Gretel and Hansel. You got to do that right. <laughs> yeah, you might get sued for saying that. I know, right? <laughs> um, is they wanted something that's like super scary because the um, the trailer was legitimately scary. It was a good trailer and um, they were expecting the same out of the film and the film admittedly was not very scary, but it was fucking beautiful. (laughs) It was absolutely beautiful. Such a great, great show, you know, or a great movie. I should say the visuals of it. Now we're not talking about the story. We have to separate the different parts of it because you said the story wasn't quite there. Yeah, the story itself was, eh, it was okay. It was uh, hollow at best. The ending was the best part. Um, yeah. It definitely detracted away a, a lot from the actual stories of Hansel and Gretel, and it really made its own thing, which is cool. And I understand why they made it Gretel and Hansel and not Hansel and Gretel, because it's completely different. Oh, spoiler alerts. Also, for anybody in the audience that doesn't want to, that wants to see uh, Gretel and Hansel without us talking about it first <laughs> because I'm going to spoil it all. Uh, oh, great. Well, I mean, if you don't know the story of Hansel and Gretel and can't put together that Gretel and Hansel is the same, then uh, keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, yeah, of course the visuals were fucking beautiful. If you just look at the the cover of the Yeah, film, God, the cover is beautiful. It's amazing. To see like all the the amount of work that went the, the trees and everything and mm-hmm. uh, it's it looks scary it looks like he really fits that picture of um, yeah being there you know yeah it's very scary uh, it's beautiful like um, the set dressing whoever the set designer was mwah, yeah. amazing <laughs> like you guys freaking killed it same with uh, uh, art oh man you guys you guys killed it. Uh, the the acting well, director, was really good. We'll get into. Yeah, the the <laughs> mm, mm, the writers. <laughs> yeah, that's who we'll get into because 
Uh, they, 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 yeah. Anyways, going back to something important, the <laughs> the actors did wonderful. They performed admirably. They gave off brilliant uh, performances. Who's the girl? The girl she blew which, me away. Which they're kids too, right? It's, yeah, so it's kid kids. actors, which is traditionally like it's going to be tougher to work with and get them to do get what emote. you want to do. Yeah. And this this uh, movie did not do good in the box office, people. It got Neither a, did The Turning. Which, yeah. I, why are we even talking about these movies then? I yeah. guess it's really just because I, I love horror movies uh, and you like horror movies. And mm-hmm. I, we wanted to fit some in and these are what's yep. out and current right now. This is yeah. how we keep ahead of the game. Yeah, and this is definitely my favorite genre. Um, so Gretel and Hansel got a 5.5 on IMDb, which is 60% of Rotten Tomatoes, which I've definitely seen worse. Yeah. Well, going on to my movie, it was thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. Yeah. Ooh, twenty-one uh, percent uh, on Fandango, which isn't—it's—it's it's above twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, uh, of course we could not equate that to like academics or anything because no. that's still pretty bad. I mean, yeah. Uh, Sophia Lillis is the actress for Gretel. She was in It. Um, she was the uh, only ch- girl child girl girl child in it of the group um in she's it. in oh oh, oh oh yeah okay that's the scary clown uh, uh pennywise right yeah pennywise it and it chapter two amazing oh, okay. amazing yeah. amazing movies yeah and because the scary was... thing about that movie is not the clown anymore it's their mm-hmm. history their past yep. you know yep it's their history their past the clown is scary <laughs> i mean yeah of course he's scary. All still scary but um, and she was also in Nancy Drew. And she's a great actress. She she killed it in this movie. Doesn't make the writing better. They really <laughs> You can only do so much, right? Yes, yes. The director saved, saved this film with his uh shot composition, with what he was telling in the background outside of the dialogue. That's what saved this film. They're definitely going for like um what you always do, symbolism. They're definitely yeah. going for a symbolism movie, not really a verbal one, and they succeeded. <laughs> nice. Yeah well, the the verbal is awful. The so that was the, really the biggest improvement is the person writing it. Mm-hmm. How, so, what do you feel like director wise? Because like the director was Oz Perkins on this one, and mm-hmm. I was looking at the filmography of him, and he has more acting jobs than he does directing. I think he's he's directed four movies. Yeah, uh, but w- what I find hilarious is the acting roles that he's picked up. So he was in Legally Blonde, and he was credited as being Dorky Dave. <laughs> we, we, I, I, I don't think I got no words. <laughs> when, when he, you, that's horrible Dave. when your your credit is Dorky Dave. It's almost like the the officer uh, doofus or whatever it was from Scary Movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so not another well, team here, movie. Here's another one. Coke bottle glasses? Coke yeah, bottle glasses? Yeah, Coke bottle glasses. That's so great. <laughs> okay, and then he was in not another teen movie where he was credited as the uninteresting guy. <laughs> That's great. Mm, ouch. And then he's gone on to make Gretel and Hansel. So what? what how did he do? I, I think... He is a much better director than apparently he's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying I can do better, but mm. let's be honest. If I was in an acting role too, I would either be Coke bottle glasses or Dorky Dave. I mean, that's that's the role I would probably get cast as. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're we're amongst friends. 
Coke bottle glasses. Oh, shit. Oh, I love it. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it took the breath right out of you. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so in this movie, like typically with, uh, Hansel and Gretel, you have them wandering off into the woods for X or Y reason. They stumble across the witch's place and the witch tries to fatten them up and eat them. Right. That's the general storyline. Right. Well, they really flip it on their head. They give the mother of Hansel and Gretel a uh, mental illness. Like she's going batshit freaking crazy. Um, they go into the woods. They find this house that has food outside of it. People yeah. don't eat random food. You find it's not course, the apocalypse. No. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> and um, then they go in there and the witch tells Gretel, uh, the female, the girl, uh, miss whatever her name is that, she has an like innate ability in her a primal ability that the witch has but the only way that she's going to be able to bring it out is if she throws off society and basically gets rid of her brother um the witch tells her that uh men and boys are like uh nooses around witches necks and they can't um be good and they can't perform you know with him mm. and uh she was like nah screw that i don't want to get rid of my brother and eventually, uh, trying to get away, she brutally murders the witch. Love brutally it. Brutally murders the witch. Which, That's good when you have a good climax to a movie. Yes, yes. The climax is amazing. It's even better because I thought it was just like, oh, cool. She's being a hero. She's killing the witch. Dope. I was wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> she did it with a vengeance or what? Like, just, oh, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino style? Yeah, they're saying that... Um, the movie tried to make it look like a heroine doing a heroine thing, but the symbolism behind what she did is that she um, turned to the dark side and basically ripped apart her soul, killing this witch. Wow. So she took the dark path instead of the better path, um, you know, quote unquote, protecting her brother and brutally murdering this witch. So it has deep Shit. implications for her like future what she's going to do and where she goes from there and i was like well that makes the whole movie worth watching again <laughs> now let me ask you yes. did the characters have german accents no no and so did they drop little seeds or how do they what was the adaption to that i don't know actually <laughs> so they just basically wandered in so a lot was yeah, changed i can just, get why yeah, they changed they, the, they changed the a lot i wasn't um when I was watching the movie, I was looking more at like the beauty of it. I was eating popcorn because, you know, <laughs> that's I'm what you do boy. when you watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah, do I was your at taxes. The theater, I was eating popcorn, you know, <laughs> playing video games, you know, talking my phone. Just, yeah. Uh, so you yourself were dropping popcorn trails from the entrance of the movie <laughs> to the movie theater. Yes. I was protect <laughs> As an I was homage to... to Ansel and Gretel. Yeah. I was trying to protect them. Yeah. Trying to protect them. <laughs> that way you can find your way to the bathroom when you need to. <laughs> Uh, so one of the things that I read about this film was that there was a strong like feminist uh, symbolism or, or movement that was portrayed in the movie. Do you know what part that that might have been from or how uh, that played out? Yeah, it's pretty much the whole witch. The witch is like feminism, like reincarnate uh, because um, she's basically saying the only way you're going to be successful as a woman or as a witch is if you get rid of all men. And society you just it's all women all the time 
And ah. I know that's not what feminism is about, but <laughs> they uh that's that was her that was her extremeness to it. And Gretel wasn't accepting that because she didn't like that worldview. She wanted everybody to be inclusive. She wanted didn't want her love to be a hindrance and didn't believe that it was. Mm. And this other woman who was like, um, oh man, what's a good analogy? Uh the evil, evil uh Man, what is that analogy? Uh, really bad people. <laughs> really bad. Really bad this people. Is, this is a professional podcast, by the way. I just wanted to throw it out there. We know. We know we're what we're talking about. I just can't. Angels get it out. with words. That's what we do: is craft beautiful words. And this genius has crafted. <laughs> bad people criminals i don't no, know no. Really bad now this people. is a guessing game <laughs> oh god um no the 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 extremist that's the antagonist for. Is... damn it extremist oh okay oh god she uh it's like the witch was a feminist extremist where ah. uh all men need to die type of thing and is that not all of feminism no i wouldn't say so i say no 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 I okay think, i thought it's kind of extreme so <laughs> uh, a lot of people take feminism to the extreme but i think that it is a good movement you know it uh really brings women's rights for instance yeah but some people do take it a smidge too far and they're like well just because we were you know, push down for so long. Now we need to push you down so we can get higher and make up for that lost time. Uh, uh, I'm yeah, not, I'm not about that. I'm like, you know, if you want to be equal, everybody should be treated equal. Yeah. Past be the past. Like, well, speaking of taking things too far, <laughs> speaking of taking things too far, you did good backing yourself out of a corner and staying PC when I challenged you right now. <laughs> but well, one of the prevalent, <laughs> prevalent themes that I've seen in both of our movies, it seems like now, is that they chose to include a mental illness in mm -hmm. their in their characters. And so I guess before, you know, going on to, to the turning, uh, do you, do you have like any of the, so the movie was, was good because of the cinematography, the visuals in it, the director did good for his first large movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and cause he's only done four movies before, but they're all, I'd never actually seen them. They're all small movies. I never heard of them. So yeah, uh, two of them are pre movies to this one, this one, and then one that's in production and the two in the pre, um, were pretty heavy on symbolism too, from what I read. I haven't seen them, but from what I read about them, they're pretty heavy on symbolism. So we followed the same. Well, that would be my kind of movie then, because that's mm -hmm. I, you know me. I like to point out oh, the symbolism you, or find the symbolism. And you would dear Lord, are we going to see it in this <laughs> in this movie? It was chock full of it. So yeah. uh, okay, moving on to the turning now, which is the movie I liked and the movie I saw I was this week. So forward to that movie. <laughs> I, I you should still see it. I don't ever let. Rotten Tomatoes tell you what to see or don't no, let critics never. tell you what to see because never. sometimes they're so far up on a roof they have no idea what the world is thinking and what we want. And I really it's like, like video this video game designers nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't get me started on X-Plane or Farming Simulator. <laughs> That's what I play. So, okay. The turning. Let's do the synopsis on that one. Kate Mandel takes a job as a nanny for two young orphans at an isolated gothic mansion in the main countryside Ooh. 
she soon learns that the children, Miles and Flora, are emotionally distant and unstable. When strange events start to plague Kate, they plague me too, I guess. When these strange events start to plague Kate and the siblings, she begins to suspect that the estate's dark corridors are home to a malevolent entity. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Dun, dun, and dun, dun, the dun. notable mention in this movie is uh, Finn Wolfhard, which is uh, one of the characters that plays from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I think he did phenomenal. Actually, the little girl did phenomenal too. She's, uh, let me get her name here. I don't have her name. Uh, I'll have to look that up. Mc- not McKenzie. That's the main character. She actually did really good too. But okay, so let's uh, time out here. Let me find okay. the <laughs> time oh, here out it here. is. I gotta find the movie. Let's pause the podcast, guys. Pause it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find the actual. Bo- oh, here it is. Okay, yeah, here it is. So this film was an adaption of a what they call novella, which I, I always thought novellas were things that Mexican women watch, but apparently it cannot, it's yeah. not just Spanish TV and drama, but this is a novella okay. for, I guess that's my ignorance out of it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a adaption of a film that was made in 1898. And it was, it was a ghost story called the turn of the screw by Henry James. And I think that's, that's so awesome. It's creepy in itself of how old, the story is and that it's been a notable ghost story for the last hundred years. And it's still at this point where people are still reading it. That's so cool. And you know, here I thought only Edgar Allan Poe was the only thing people read (laughs) from back in the day. So that's so cool that, that this was something that was standing out. And the twist on this film is that we don't know. uh, There's two endings. Mm -hmm. So, we have one ending and then the movie literally stops, rewinds and plays okay. the second ending from the same position. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and it ends in such a, it's, it almost ends in like the, you know, Sopranos ending with the end of the season where they cut them off mid. Yeah. 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 And you're <laughs> okay. just like, what I, the f- <laughs> who does that? Yeah. So it almost, it ended like that. And you're just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and that's okay. Because that's what they wanted. So the real question of the film is, is it's, it's a scary movie. You're the director takes you through a whorehouse, a whore, mm-hmm. the director <laughs> a whorehouse. Takes, really? What okay. do you call it? Uh, uh, we're talking about red light district. Or... <laughs> I knew Vegas, I was going down the like wrong way. I was going down like... the wrong way with that. <laughs> <laughs> the director takes us down a scary maze. Now I'm the one that can't think of words. <laughs> Dear Lord. Professional people, professional. <laughs> what do you call a maze that you walk down to be scared of? <laughs> Where things jump house? out at you? Haunted house. Yes. <laughs> Let's try this again. The director takes you through a haunted maze of a film. So the intention of his his setup of shots is for spook, for scare. It's it's these big bangs, these big moments that make you jump out of your seat and it and it does that i i am traditionally not the ones to, to get scared and i can anticipate when these shocks and gores you know if yeah. you watch a, a, enough scary movies you know when the bang is coming you know mm-hmm. it's, there's always the fake one that jump scare yeah the, the anticlimactic one and then mm-hmm. we jump into the big one that Music. that makes you you know freak out and mm-hmm. you can almost predict it in this movie you can't predict it it's 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 a, a really? whorehouse is what i want to say but it's not right it's a <laughs> maze it's a scary haunted maze. house I, Haunted house, yes. But the 
so we're faced with this on the surface level of it being a scary movie mm-hmm. of a house haunted by ghosts, which is great. But at the end, the mind fuck comes where we learn that the house wasn't actually haunted. It's the protagonist, the main character has uh, slipped into a, a mental disorder and we're watching the downfall play through her perspective of, of her falling in, into this dismay. And so the things that she actually, which is great because then you think back in the movie and it's like, Oh, was she the only one scared of that ghost or was the other characters scared too? And now thinking about it, the other characters didn't even know that ghost was there and they played in the same scene with her. So interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's cool that it, that it plays out that way. So it, it plays on the surface level that you are, what am I trying to say? <laughs> She's gone crazy. That's what it is. And the two endings That's crazy. are the ending. Yeah. The first ending that plays out is, is, well, there's, it's, it's left to interpretation, but yeah. the belief is that the first ending she gets out and saves the kids and okay. they make it off and they drive off into the distance. It's a typical Hollywood ending. Uh-huh. The second ending is this realization that she's crazy and the kids make fun of her. And that's when we realize the kids actually never saw these ghosts and were never interacting with it throughout the whole movie. And it was just something that was in her mind. Now her mother is in a mental asylum as well, a mental hospital. And that was our first clue about this. But the symbolism that plays throughout this movie is that almost every other shot you see dolls and the dolls are all broken in some way. Their faces have some, some, manipulation to them that they don't look like normal dolls right yeah and uh that's a big clue on 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 the symbolism here whether if you are on the line of her did she make it out with the kids or did she go insane go through insane yeah and so the big symbolism is is seeing that these broken dolls here represent her mental instability and uh if if there's a question about which ending was the correct ending mm-hmm. uh, i would refer you back to the title which is the churning it's it's literally a progression of her turning into uh insanity love it love that idea yeah that that's so it it seems convenient to me you know coming from like a film student perspective yeah like she was healthy and all of a sudden she just goes insane out of nowhere because you know that's how that happens. It just, it just, it seems really, I, it's I, it's an enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely get why it got such a low score of Rotten Tomatoes. Cause the other critics are probably looking at like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is he a film student? Like <laughs> it does have a film student. Yeah. It's very film student quality. If it wasn't for <laughs> the main, the big actors in it. Yeah. It wasn't for the big budget that he got. You know? Exactly. It just it it seems too convenient. I'm definitely gonna see it because it seems very interesting. It just seems way too convenient. It will definitely leave you asking questions, but now that I've had time to think about it, I'm confident that we are watching that decay into insanity. But for me, the interesting thing is that you know if we uh-huh. look at it more globally, the theme of mental instability that's played in your movie and my movie it 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 kind of makes me wonder what the film industry is trying to say right now or what what issues they're trying to tackle you know it's like after the the uh the me too movement started we had a lot of female directors come out a lot of like uh 
female empowerment movies happen. You've seen that in the Avengers Endgame at this when they when they go to the hero shot of all the women start attacking, giving um, Brie Larson way too big of a freaking thing a movie for the quality of actress who she is. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it exactly. <laughs> yeah, Brie Larson, of course, is uh, uh, was that Wonder Woman? She is Captain Marvel, and she oh, is yeah, that's right, Captain awful. Marvel. No, of course, because uh, Wonder her. Woman is DC. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I, that's she, what I meant. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Brie Larson is one of those um, crazy. Um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Now you're saying the extremist, um, extremist um, feminist that I was talking about earlier. She is a, just a terrible garbage human being. There she's one... the witch in, in Gretel yeah, Hansel. Yeah. Not, oh, phys- man. not literally, but metaphorically. Perfect. She was yeah, based, she, the character was based off of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, um, she wants to be just because of who she is and that her movie, it didn't do great, but it didn't do bad. It was kind of middle. Yeah. Um, she wants to replace Spider-Man as the new face of the Avengers and get top, uh, credits. Ah, and it's like, oh, she mm, thinks she can get that, huh? She thinks she can get that. She most definitely can't. And if they do give that, I'll never watch another Marvel movie again. Because yeah. I fucking love this kid. <laughs> that well, is Spider-Man. You know, it took for bad boys. It took Will Smith three movies and a shitload of time, like 20, 30 years for him to get first billing on that movie. It was actually the first, the first name was Martin Lawrence for one and two. And mm. he finally got it in three where Martin Lawrence yeah. has moved over to the left, even though <laughs> they still paid uh, uh, respect to Martin Lawrence by putting him on the left side of the of the poster so yeah. he's on the left side but his name is now on the right side in second billing mm-hmm. which yeah, is and she just she thinks that she deserves it after one movie and a cameo in another one no and her movie wasn't even good i'm sorry no, for I any of you marvel it. fans out there her movie was trash as you just pissed goes. off the whole world i'm glad because <laughs> it was fucking trash marvel movies are supposed to be freaking eye candy for uh people who love movies that's what they're supposed to be they're not supposed to be super deep super intricate they're eye candy they're beautiful yeah big explosions people fighting you know amazing hers was trash it was garbage (laughs) okay yeah so i i actually didn't even see it so i can't even speak to it yeah it was it's just uh, she doesn't (laughs) yeah she doesn't have any uh character to put behind her character the story made little to no sense whatsoever um the like the vfx and all that stuff was very reminiscent of other marvel movies um i dare say if it wasn't brie larson specifically or another actress that was big this would be equivalent to um um green lantern Oh, Green Lantern. Yeah. Which yeah. is, of course, the... Well, I, I'm glad yeah. that uh, Ryan Reynolds had to do that big mistake because then he wouldn't have been like considered or had the opportunity for uh, Deadpool, of course. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, but, yeah, the, yeah, that's, yeah. That was this a, would definitely be uh, Green Lantern equivalency if the whole Me Too movement didn't happen just right then and, you know, all the different things that happened in the world right then happened. Right. Otherwise, it would have. Of course, Green Lantern, the only good thing about Green Lantern, and I say this uh, 
no homo, but we're seeing <laughs> Ryan Reynolds in a tight uniform. Otherwise, that, that, which is saying a lot about a movie when that is the best thing about it, you know? Like, it's yeah. actually saying not very much about a movie. But yeah, it, you're right. That was not. What was the other one, too, with uh, Seth Rogen where he was like a. Uh, where they drive the car, a Green Hornet. Yeah, oh, that Green one wasn't Hornet. very good either. Oh, God. I don't even. Was that supposed to be like a serious movie? <laughs> I'm not sure. It, it didn't come off very much so uh, as, a, as a serious movie. No. Okay. It was so funny though. <laughs> we did. Okay. We covered Gretel and Hansel, The yep. Quiet Place 2, yep. and uh, The Turning, but I don't think we gave and too Dracula. much spoilers. So it's still and Dracula from Netflix, of course. Yeah. And uh, I don't think we, we gave too much spoilers. So you're still pretty safe to watch this, listen to this and watch the movie still. Yeah. Because I didn't even mention the the main plot twists and stuff of the movie, but I guess it, it, it is probably the reason the movie wasn't good because I didn't think it was important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the main antagonist of the movie was not the antagonist. Of course it was the herself, you know, her brain. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Which explains a lot of the mirror work, you know, like when you watch scary movies, there's a lot of like, you know, filming into mirrors and bouncing off of that. And, and yeah. like, if you're like into spirituality and stuff, that's like, you know, we, a, a parent portal into like spiritual spirits and stuff is to look into a mirror or mm -hmm. even when they shadow mirrors back and forth of each other. But yeah. really in this play, in this film, I think it was just her. Like we never, you know, we're, we're just seeing her. She's her biggest problem. And that is really, it's, that's a little too surface level. It's too much at face value to be yeah, anything it, deep, I guess. Yeah. A lot of uh, student movies are rejected because they have that whole, and then they woke up thing and people hate that, you know, all this crazy stuff is happening. And then they woke up. They're in a mental asylum. All this yeah. crazy stuff is happening. And then they woke up is all a dream. And that's kind of what this movie is giving off in my opinion. And it, yeah. I could definitely see why it got such low scores. If that's, if that's the it, case, it, it wouldn't have been a surprise to see Finn at the end, you know, <laughs> the title <laughs> pop up Finn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of which, then I guess that's going to be Finn for us because uh, we, we, we covered him pretty well. And I don't think we went too much in detail, which is perfect way I want to leave it. So yes. thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Uncovered Cinema podcast. Uncovered I'm Brian. Uncovered Cinema. I'm Will. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Uh, join us next week. We are going to be talking about what are we talking about? Oh, uh, amazing movies. Yes. Parasite and and uh, Train to Busan. Yes. Or Busan. Uh, amazing directors, Busan. and I believe they're yes. both subtitled, right? Oh, both subtitles. Um, and both, both one of the best movies films. of the decade. Uh, yeah. If, if not, not the arguably one of the best directors in the world is what we're hearing now. Yep, Which I think Parasite. is a pretty big tale to say alongside Stephen uh, uh, Kubrick, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this guy, the guy that directed uh, Parasite, has made a damn near masterpiece. I can't find anything wrong with it, and I've tried. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> tried I'm so excited times. to see that movie. Yeah. I'm not so excited to have to read subtitles for two hours, but uh, it, I, it, I'm honestly, old enough after, that I can not complain about it. <laughs> yeah, after about 10 minutes, it kind of just blends in and... Uh, it works. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Reading subtitles in movies, in good movies, in good movies, it doesn't really, like, take away from the movie at all. It doesn't take away from the experience. It just adds to it, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I can agree with that, too. And with my experience of 
uh, hearing gunshots without, you know, <laughs> earplugs on and, and, and yeah. being out in the field and stuff. I don't have much hearing anyway, so I'm kind of at the point where I'm <laughs> Same <here>. moving on to <laughs> subtitles only. So. Oh, dude, my girlfriend will be talking to me. And next thing I know, um, she taps me on the shoulder and she's like, hey, are you listening? I'm like, I didn't hear a word you said. And she's like, I've been talking for 10 minutes. I'm like, that's 10 minutes lost. <laughs> that is 10 minutes lost. <laughs> that, my friend, is just a symptom of being a male. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that's a good place to leave it so thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week <laughs>